there's two different analogies that I always like to use. The different analogy of the mushroom and the oak. How many have ever been to a place where they grow mushrooms? It's dark, it's dreary, and it stinks. Why? Because the whole floor is covered with fertilizer. The whole place is just basically the truth of understanding about a fungus among us. And they're just growing everywhere. Well, Victorious Life doesn't want to grow mushrooms. We want to grow, we want to grow oaks. If you've ever went to the forest and you see an acorn sitting on the ground, and then you see this great big oak tree next to it, you think, how does something so majesty, so magi- such a majesty come out of such a small thing? Don't worry, I'll get the right word in a second. It does because that little acorn knows how to root itself, knows how to lodge itself, knows how to commit itself. And over a few years, this mighty oak springs up. Ladies and gentlemen, I want Victorious Life to be a mighty oak, not just a passing mushroom. Welcome to the Destined to Win podcast with pastor and teacher Tim Masters. Pastor Tim is the senior pastor of Victorious Life Christian Center in Flagstaff, Arizona. I'm Joe Harding, inviting you to join us for worship services Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. at the Flagstaff Middle School Complex. For more information on the ministries of Victorious Life Christian Centers or to make a donation, visit us online at vlccaz.org. That's vlccaz.org. Now with today's message, here's Pastor Tim Masters. I've had people say, man, you guys got a lively church. You think this is lively? Wait till you get to heaven. I mean, you know, when I read my Bible, the Bible tells me that we're going to be 24-7. Of course, there's not going to be any 24-7 in heaven because God created time for us. Okay, so there will be no time. There will just be eternity to worship God. Can somebody get excited in the house of God today? Day and night, the Bible says that the angels of God worship. As you've come to the house today and you've seen uh, all the different tables around, how many got a chance to walk around a little bit today? Come on, let's let our, our ministries know how much we appreciate. What I'm going to do just in brevity this morning is we're going to talk about the ministry and the future of Victorious Life Christian Center. Five years ago, my, my wife and I, God placed a vision in our hearts, and we started this church uh, under that direction, under that vision, and in that vision, you are seeing come to pass all the different things. Why? Because it's not a man, it's not a woman, it's a people that come together for one purpose and one purpose alone, and that's to see God build his church. My Bible tells me very clearly that God will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. 
Oh, the devil comes in. The devil tries to raise his ugly face every once in a while. And how many ever saw the devil? Yeah. He's ugly. Okay, his mama wears combat boots. Well, that's probably not good, but I don't know. But the reality is the enemy tries to do all kinds of things. He'll come in every way we let him. And I say that very purposely, folks, because the devil can't come any place that we don't let him. Do you know why? Because God's already bound him. And when we let him walk in, when we let him torment, when we let him irritate, when we let him deceive, when we let him, I say we because that's who it is. He has no ability. He has to get permission from God to do things. Victoria's Life Christian Center. Just, just the name talks about the life God expects us to live. He died that we could live a life of victory. He died that we could be victorious. And every day of my life, I look at that. You say, Pastor, do you ever go through the doldrums? Yeah, I do. Do you ever get frustrated? Yeah, I do. Do you ever get irritated? Yeah, I do. You see, we're all in the same boat. And if you don't ever get any of those things, please come minister to me, would you please? Yes. Pastor, I think you probably need some ministering too, wouldn't you? Yes, I do. Yeah, so Pastor Philemon and I will be at the office tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock. If you want to come minister to us, we would love. I remember years ago I went through something and, and I, it was really, it was a really uh, horrific thing in, in, in my personal life and and I had a, I had a man in the, in the name of the church, Pastor Philemon knows him. His name's Lee. He's one of our board members, uh, board of directors. Powerful man of God, tremendous. Well, he, he pretty much gave his life to the Lord shortly before he came to Victorious Life and came to Victorious Life and just grew in leaps and bounds when Victorious Life was in California. And there was this horrific time in my life, and I brought... Lee into my office. I told my, I told my uh, assistant, I said, I don't want any phone calls. I don't want any visitors. I don't want anybody. Brought Lee into my office and locked the door. And I said, Lee, I've poured everything I know into you. Uh, everything that God has placed in me, as God has told me, I've placed into others, which is what word of God tells me to do. And I said, Lee, I need you to minister to me. I need you to build me. I need you. And, and I was. I was I was at one of those times, and he came in for three hours or two and a half, three hours, and just sat in there and started telling me, let me share this, something, sharing stuff with me that I already knew. How many had somebody come up to you, and they were trying to tell you something, and you had this going through your head? I know that. I know that. Anybody besides me? I know that. Amen. Folks, sometimes we need to hear what we already know that we can get through where we're at, not at right then. There's something about David. In the 103rd Psalm, he said, I reminded myself. I encouraged myself in God's word. You see, I don't care what people do. I don't care what people say. God's word doesn't change. And I can allow the enemy to do all kinds of things in my life. But once again, I allow. 
victorious life. Many years ago, we said, God, you're going to build your church. And the gates of hell will not, will not prevail. And what is the call of the ministries? Why do we have Pastor Philemon? Why do we have Pastor Ray? Why do we have all the leaders that we have in the tables that we will release you to in just for, for, for a few moments uh, to walk around and get to know what are their jobs? What are our jobs? To build people's lives. Amen. That's what we're supposed to do in the kingdom. It's not our job to build the church. That's God's job. But it's our job to raise up people, to pour our lives into them, that they can become all that God had called them to be. Can I hear somebody say amen in the house of God? Ahead of victorious life lay uncharted, never-before-traveled roads. You say, Pastor, have we not been down some of these roads before? Yep. But every day is a new day. Every day is a new promise to be fulfilled. Not just for the church, but our individual lives. There's people in this church today, just like my friend, Lee Smith. He came to church. He said, I just come to church. I didn't come to church to do anything. I didn't come to church to be anything. I just come to church. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand because some of you are going to relate very well to Lee Schmidt. Well, after a few years, he became the one in charge of our marriage ministry. He basically ran the entire church, became my executive pastor without a title. He was just doing it. He became one of the most vocal people in the church for the work in the kingdom of God. Amen. A guy that came to church and said, I don't want to do anything. Amen. Look at somebody and say, today is my day. <laughs> because the truth is, is we all think that that's why we come to church. For somebody to minister to us, to fill us up. I've been going through this place all week. You know, I've been, you know, I've been like Audie Murphy to hell and back. Can I say that in church? I've been there. How many, how many been there? Two or three times this morning already. But the reality in all of it, in all of it, we didn't stay there. Why? Because we know God is taking us somewhere. And so sometimes in the church world today, we get this, this miss. appropriated notion that our job is just to come to church when God has called all of us to be the church to be a part of it not just our church individual lives is what I'm talking about you see all of this will be all that we make it to be and so I ask you as I get into this just quickly this morning what are the dreams that God has placed in your heart? You see, you, you don't come to church just because you choose, well, this is the church I chose. No, you didn't choose. God chose. And God wants to grow and God wants to develop. And he placed something in your heart to fulfill and a plan and a purpose. What have you seen yourself doing? What have you seen yourself a part of? In God's kingdom, things are always changing. As a matter of fact, things are never meant to stay the same. Why? Because development and growth are the key principles of God's kingdom. And to develop and to grow 
causes change. And as we dismiss here in a short amount of time, we're going to see some of the ministries and the leaders and all that they have helped to do that caused VLCC to grow and change over the years. We, you know, we come to church, and a lot of times people will come to church because they like the preaching. Sometimes they come to church because they like the worship. We need to come to church because we like it all, because it's part of our family. Now, it doesn't mean that there's not things that you prefer over the other thing, but the reality is we are a part and parcel of the whole thing. So it takes the dedication commitment of all to grow together. Am I making any sense today? What we desire, there's two different analogies that I always like to use. The different analogy of the mushroom and the oak. How many have ever been to a place where they grow mushrooms? It's dark, it's dreary, and it stinks. Why? Because the whole floor is covered with fertilizer The whole place is just basically the truth of understanding about a fungus among us. And they're just growing everywhere. Well, Victorious Life doesn't want to grow mushrooms. We want to grow grow oaks. If you've ever went to the forest and you see an acorn sitting on the ground, and then you see this great big oak tree next to it, you think, how does something so majesty, so such a majesty come out of such a small thing? Don't worry, I'll get the right word in a second. It does because that little acorn knows how to root itself, knows how to lodge itself, knows how to commit itself, and over a few years... This mighty oak springs up. Ladies and gentlemen, I want Victorious Life to be a mighty oak, not just a passing mushroom. There's too many ministries that they come and they go and they come and they go. That's why we try to tell people, say, don't just start something because you think you want to start something. What is the purpose? What is the plan? Is there a full dedication and commitment of heart to not just see it start but to see it finish? 2 Kings chapter 10, one of my favorite passages of Scripture, is about a man named Jehonadab and another man named Jehu. Mighty men of God who were going on their way. And the Bible says Jehu came to meet or came upon Jehonadab who was on his way to meet him. Can I tell you something about people that, that have the same purpose and the same plan? They want to meet each other. They want to be around each other. They want to hang out with somebody. I'm not good at hanging out with downer people. I love bringing people from victim to victor. But if they, not not Victor Valenzuela either. But from a victim to a victor. But if they want to stay a victim, praise the Lord. This is going to irritate some folks. But be a victim over there. I'll pull anybody along. I'll lift anybody up. But sooner or later, we've got to choose whether we're going to be a victim or a victor. We've got to make a choice. You say, well, no, God has, no, it has nothing to do with God. God already made his choice 2,000 years ago when he sent his son. Do you think he sent his son to die on Calvary for you to live in defeat the rest of your life, for me to live in defeat the rest of my life? No, he left him to die 
to give us the ability to live a victorious Christian life. Jehu was on his way to meet Jehonadab. And Jehu greeted him and said, Are you in accord with me as I am in accord with you? I love one of the translations says it this way. Is your heart with my heart as my heart is with your heart? In other words, you got the same purpose, you got the same plan, you got the same agenda that I have. And Jehu said, I am. And listen what Jehonadab said. If so, give me your hand. He did. And Jehu helped him up into the chariot and said, come and see the zeal that God has placed in my life for this kingdom. And you see, that's what this ministry is all about. It's not about being the same yesterday as we were the day before. It's not even about being the same today to go into tomorrow. It's about continually developing quickly. God gave us a vision to grow people. Victorious life is all about grow, 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 grow. Our ministries represent doors of opportunity for the future of victorious life. Let me say, what is worth having is worth working for. And what is worth working for is worth reaching for. You see, all God does in this world, he does by using those he calls. A lot of people say, well, if it's going to happen, it's just going to happen. God's going to make it happen. There's not a single scripture in the Bible that tells us that's how God works. Matter of fact, the Bible says very clearly, God uses people to lift up people. God uses men to put men in ministry. God has used a man. Jesus said when he went away, I leave you to go do the work that I came to give you the ability to do. And that's what it's all about. That's what this ministry is about. That's what the kingdom of God is all about. Victoria's life is five years young. Much of her growth is due to planning, preparation, and purpose of the ministers and the ministries we see today. There are people that will be manning these tables and womaning these tables. I want to be politically correct, okay? There are people that's going to be hosting, there we go, these tables that came to this church with no inclination of doing anything but coming to church. Yes, it is all God. Yet it is the men and women of God at VLCC who are used by God, who've been made able and usable to see God do what he did. Still planning doesn't mean guarantee success. Obstacles arise. We've started ministries over the years that just didn't make it for a host of reasons. Change happens. People come, people go. See, I, as a young pastor, I was pastoring my first church in Tyler, Texas. If you ever, if y'all ever hear a little bit of a southern twang, that's where I pastored my first church in Tyler, Texas. As I was going across uh, Texas, how many ever drove across Texas? Did you ever notice you're driving and driving and driving and driving? I woke up in Texas one morning. I went to bed in Texas that night, and I was still driving, and I woke up the next day, and I was still in Texas. 
So I'm driving across Texas, and God spoke to me as clear as I'm speaking to you. I said, God, what am I doing going to Tyler, Texas? Everything in Tyler is saved. The cows are saved. I mean, it's the Bible Belt, Lord. What am I doing going to Tyler? And God spoke these two things to me. He said, you love them, and I'll change them. So that's been the mantra of my life. I just try to love people. Do I do a good job of it? I try. Do I mess up once in a while? You bet I mess up. Do I say things that I shouldn't ought to say sometimes? You bet I say things. Okay? The difference between me and you is I let yours go and you hold mine over my head. Where did that come from, Pastor? That just wasn't even in my notes. Golly. But the reality is I'm going. (laughs) I'm going across Texas, and God said, if you'll love them, I'll change them. So I just try to love people. I really do. I try to love people, to help them become what they never were. And then the second thing, and he drove this home in me. He said, you better understand this. We always want to blame the devil for people leaving the church or the pastor. And some people think he's the same person. But anyway, God spoke to me and he said these words. He said, you better realize it's my church. I'm building it. You're building people. That's your job. Okay. He said, I bring them in and I take them out. See, God knows how to build a church. He's done a pretty good job. Look around. What do you think about Victorious Life? God's done a pretty good job, don't you think? This is what Victorious Life, nothing has happened accidentally. It's all been purposeful. What do we want God to do at Victorious Life? Well, I'm going to make a statement, and I left it in your notes. What is the future of Victorious Life? It is up to us not God. You see, God has a will and God has a plan. And I want to make a statement, and I've made this for many years. God's will is not always done, but God's plan is always done. You see, God's will sometimes is that you would do something particular, I would do something particular, but how many know that God's will has to deal with my will? And sometimes my will don't want to to do what God's will wants to do. Now, God's plan is this thing gets done. So the reality, if he can't get my will to line up with his will, he might go find Pastor Philemon's will. And he said, Pastor Philemon, is your heart with my heart as my heart's with your heart? In other words, is your will going to do what my will says? And he says, okay. So guess what? God gets his plan done even though he willed to do it through me. God's always going to get his plan done. And he will use whoever will let him. But it's up to us. It's not up to God. Victorious life must continue to grow, must continue to expand new horizons. We have the worship team up here, and we're continually developing the worship team. Today, I, I, you know, I tell the worship team, we need to start right on time, 10 o'clock. Thank God for Jacob and the team and, and Bill. They're up here at 10 o'clock, and they start the music. And guess where I'm not? I'm not up here. So I just come out here and sit in the chair and praise them. Man, it was sounding good. What do you think? Do you think it sounded pretty good? Come on, Jay. I knew I'd get a smile out of him. But think about it. I could have come up here and said, bless God, stop everything. No. I just waited until it was time. 
We came up and we do. Why? God's building his church. Now understand something. There's some people that like what we're doing in the worship. Some people that don't like it. But that's what change is all about. Some people like change. Some people don't like change. But change always happens. It has to. It has to. The greatest difficulty in expanding our horizons is getting others to get involved that we can transform the lives of yet others. Doors of opportunities must be walked through before they can be engaged in. Doors of opportunity, it's in your notes, must be walked through before they can be engaged in. And this is what we do at Victorious Life. God brings people in the church, and one of my responsibilities as a pastor is to help that person, man or woman, to find their gifts, to find the place that God wants them to plug in. You say, well, Pastor, what if I don't want to plug in? In God's kingdom, it's not really an option. God wants you to plug in. God wants you to be an active part. Could you imagine I got married to my wife, and all of a sudden we say the I do's, and she said I do. She really did. Okay. She says I do. I say I do, and then we get home and I don't. Well, guess what? I'll come over here and talk now. <laughs> you know, for this marriage to work, i got to plug into it. Amen. When I say I do, I did. Amen. Whether I don't or not. Why? Because it's commitment, it's a dedication. It's the same way. When those little kids start coming along, family. Now, I, I, was, re- I was listening to Dave Ramsey the other day. Uh, on one of the nighttime, he's on. What time is he on, Vince? What time? Eight, Eight o'clock on every night of the week. Eight o'clock, one hundred five point one. And I was listening to him, and there was a brand new couple who got married, and the woman came into it with some student loans. How many has some student loans? How many still got some student? Okay, never mind. And how? What are you seventy-five? You still got student? Okay, just kidding. But I'm listening, and the, the little girl, I say little only because my age, you know, she's probably, I don't know, 20s, 20s, newlyweds. She said her husband told her that her debt before they got married is her responsibility, not his. See, he did, but he didn't. And they do, but now they don't. You know, it's just one of those things. And they got to come together and realize What is hers is mine. It's the same thing in the family of God. It's not an option. When you come to church, we don't come to church just to do church. We come to church to be church, to be plugged in, to be a part of it. Every great man, woman, or ministry of God in Scripture will deal with issues, but the reality is they continue to go forward with a purpose of heart. Our heart is with God's heart as God's heart is with our heart. And we say, God, let's get and let's go. It's not about mistakes. It's not about failure. See, failure is not a problem. The only time failure is final is when we quit. 
But I look through my Bible and I don't find quit. I had somebody come up to me after church one day and said, Pastor, I found quit in the Bible. And then he took me over to 1 Corinthians and says, quit you like men. That's an old English term that says, man up. But that's the only place in the Bible that has quit. You know something else I can't find in the Bible? The word can't. Well, I find won't all over the place. But I don't find can't. Why? Because my Bible says I can do all things. My Bible tells me all things are possible if we'll just believe. The Bible goes on to say, Now glory be to God who by his mighty power is at work within us to do exceeding abundantly above anything we could ask or think. Those are pretty all-inclusive words. So the next time you think you can't, realize you can. But it's just whether you will or you won't. Let's look at the future in the ministry of Victorious Life as I wrap this up. I'm going to ask the worship team to come. As we prepare to enter the future of what God has for Victorious Life, I believe that we need to revisit some old things, initiate some new things, but that all of us need to decide to do something. Pastor Tim Masters with this week's message on the Destined to Win podcast. Destined to Win is made possible with the prayerful and financial support of those destined to win. To donate online, visit vlccaz.org. That's vlccaz.org. Destined to Win is a production of Victorious Life Christian Center with services Sunday mornings at 10 at the Flagstaff Middle School Complex. I'm Joe Harding. For Pastor Tim Masters and the congregation at Victorious Life Christian Centers, you're invited to join us here next week for another edition of the Destined to Win podcast.